You are listening to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast, and today I have a special guest on. I'm very excited about this interview. Her name is Tasha Renee, and Tasha is a sacred rage expert and the CEO of the Sisterhood of Sacred Fire. She is also the host of the Sacred Rage Podcast. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome to the Soul Line Self-Care Podcast. I'm so excited to have you today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, if you if to get started, if you could just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what you do for a living. Yeah. So let's see here. So I am the leading expert in women's sacred rage healing work for gosh, in January it'll be actually technically, I guess, in November. It'll be three years. That's like, what? that's next month. Oh my gosh. So yeah, about three years now. Yeah. So that's basically what I do. So I I give a hold a safe space for women to release uh, unresolved, repressed, out of control, anger and rage due to trauma and pain and all the, all the fun things of life. That's, uh, that's beautiful work. I love it. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got into that? So you said it's been three years now. So how did you transition into that? And what did you transition out of? Yeah, so, well, I mean, I've been some sort of a coach, I hate calling myself that, but some sort of a coach uh, in coaching industry since like 2016, 2017. Okay. Um, But at this time, before I moved into this line of, of work, um, I was doing just regular, like work, you know, a muggle job is what I like to call it. Just like a yeah. work from home <laughs> job that I was doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I didn't, I didn't choose this, you know, this wasn't something that I was just like, Oh, nobody's doing this. Here's a market for this. It was like, no, um, this was divinely like downloaded and put upon me by God literally, um, to do. And so how that came about was, you know, I come from a family of, you know, three other siblings and I have always been outspoken and have always needed more, wanted more, especially from my father. And so I would ask for, you know, time to be spent with him and, and he rejected me emotionally and and physically rejected me and abandoned me over and over and over again. And so basically what happened with that, especially as a teenager, I kind of became rageful. And so that was my, is my, and it still is honestly my go-to emotion that I go to when I'm uh, in full expression. Mm-hmm. So that got me kicked out of the house at like 17, wow. nine o'clock at night, middle of winter, not allowed to pack anything, middle of suburbia, didn't have cell phones back then, like the whole nine, had to, had to move back over to the other side of town where my boyfriend lived, move in with him, re, uh, graduate high school by myself. Um, my parents emancipated me without even getting my permission because I was 17. The, the judge let them emancipate me without even, you know, getting my consent for it. Oh my goodness. 
And so, yeah, so that, and that's just a small, small snippet of my story, but basically that's like the kind of the, the basis, right? So now fast forward way, 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 way into November of 2020, I've done a ton of work on myself. I, all kinds of things. And one day I was walking around and I was kind of like, wow, I just really don't like where my life's at. And I'm such a firm believer that everything happens, you know, on the outside of our lives is a reflection of, of the inside. And so I was like, okay, well, let's, I'm going to go down I'm a psychic and a healer. So I'm super self-aware, super tapped into myself. And I was like, let's, let's, let's go down the emotions and see what my body does. So I start naming off all the emotions and I got to anger and I had a, had a reaction. And I was like, super shocked by this because I'd done so much work around anger at this point. This did not make sense to me. And it's funny because I get a lot of clients who have this, I've done all this work on anger. I've done all these things and it's still there. And so not, not a coincidence, right? (laughs) This was happening to me as well. But anyway, so I, what I noticed was that I was like, okay, well, it's, who am I still mad? Am I still mad at my dad? Yeah, I guess I am. My, my ex-boyfriend. Okay, so I started naming all the names and, and figuring out where, what was going on. But what I realized is I went immediately into spiritual bypassing, which is a sign of repressed anger. And so I immediately went into a space of like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm mad at my dad and my ex, but, you know, I can also see like why that was good for me. And I can also see that we come here to let our abusers be our healers. And I just went into bypass. I just bypassed my anger and just didn't let myself just be angry. And then, um, and I was like, wow, that's really interesting and, and irritating. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I went into toxic positivity. So I went into like, well, I'm trying to manifest things. So if I concentrate on anger, doesn't that take me out of the positive places of, of the things I'm trying to manifest? Aren't you only supposed to think of positive things? And then, and then that made me even more angry. I was like, wow, I can't just, I can't just let myself be mad. Like, like I just, there, there has to be some other thing attached to it. Mm-hmm. And then I went into judgment which is, these are all just signs of massive repressed anger and judgment was, I hadn't talked to my family in 14 years at this point. And I still could picture them sitting across with their arms crossed, just judging me for getting angry, mm-hmm. you know, and saying all the things they used to say to me. And the, and so they weren't even, this, I was by myself and I could picture them doing this and feel the, the, the weight of that so heavily. And that really pissed me off. <laughs> now yeah. I'm really mad. Now I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I have yeah. a right to be angry just to be fucking angry. Yeah. And so I started walking around the house, naming off every single thing I was mad at, like in sentence format. I was like, I'm mad at my dad for this. And I'm mad at my ex for this. And I'm mad at myself for this. And I, it was like a 20 minute process, which is a long time to just be listing things off. Yeah. Um, and after about 20, and, and as I was doing this, by the way, there was like this tornado type feeling that started to happen. I was like, whoa, what is happening? Like I could feel the energy just building and building and building. And while I don't hear or see spirit, I can sense people that are passed over and I can sometimes get messages from their energy signature. And my ex-boyfriend from high school had passed over about three months before this. I felt him next to me and I just stopped in my tracks. I just stopped. And I heard him say, with his energy, I heard him say, let it all out. And I grabbed the stove and I screamed this scream that has never come out of me before. And I've done a ton of screaming. Okay. (laughs) So it was like, it felt like it rolled up from my toes and like out of my mouth. Like my jaw opened wider. The sound was this like deep, crazy, almost like (laughs) demonic sound. Like it was wild. And I've never screamed anything like that since, by the way, it was so wild to me. And when it was over, I was like, oh my God, something physical. I knew something physical had released from my body. Yeah. 
And so I was like, you know, on my old Facebook page, I was like, oh, my God, I get it on. I got to get on Facebook and tell everybody about this. And so I just like get on Facebook and I'm telling people and you see it in in the Facebook uh, live. I look up and I go, oh, I'm getting a message. I think I'm supposed to do a program around this. And that was a message straight from God. Like, I know who my messages come from. And that was a God message. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know how that was going to look. I didn't know what that would look like three years ago. I mean, it's just now trending three years ago. People were like, you know, putting the cross up and hissing it at, at, <laughs> at me. Hey, get back Satan. You know how uh, yeah. embrace my anger. And then you want people to pay you to do that. Like what, what are you talking about? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So that's, that's kind of where it started. Jacqueline faith. Uh, who I always want to make sure I mentioned she's my best friend still. And ex-business partner. We just parted ways because of, you know, fine reasons. We're still great. Um, but she, she saw my live and she was like, I think I'm supposed to help you with that. And so we went to work on making a, it was only a three day program at that point. And now it's built into a five week and I've done 11 programs. My 12th one's coming up on the 25th or 30th of of October. I'm sorry. I do free scream events. Now I do private sessions, all the things. It's just, it's snowballed into quite a, an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's really cool. And well, I, thank you for sharing your story. That's yeah. it's a really cool story. And I love to hear um, about those moments, you know, that kind of those, those major moments that shift your life in such a major way. So I love hearing about those moments. For and sure. So thank you for sharing. Um, and as you know, I, I talk all about self-care and um, deep level self-care. So I always like, uh, say that surface level self-care is like the bubble bath and getting the nails done. And then the deep level self-care is doing this type of work. And, um, I want to, I want to ask you, was there any, anything else, um, that you did to bring yourself back to like, almost like a state of, uh, balance or I hate the word balance because, um, people like define it differently, but to thriving in your life. So was it just this one release or there, were there other things that you had to do to bring yourself there? So, yeah. So from what I've realized from doing this work, it, it, it affects people differently for what they're needing. Right. So mm-hmm. for me, what I was needing, because I'd done so much fucking work at that point, And I always forget. It's so funny. This is such a huge, massive thing. And I always forget to talk about it. So that was November of 2020. Okay. And in December, I was setting my new year's resolutions, which I do every year. And Mm -hmm. I, it usually, whatever I say, I'm going to work on it usually happens. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the year, and mine was, I'd been severely agoraphobic at that point. So I couldn't leave my house or I could leave my house, but I couldn't go too far from my house, like about 10 minutes past my house before I would have to turn around and come home. Or it'd okay. have massive panic attacks for the most part. And that, and at this point, I hadn't left the house the longest I'd ever been in the whole 15 years. It was six months I hadn't left the house at all because I didn't have a car. My roommate didn't have a car. We were in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it just was not, it just wasn't, didn't really, there was no opportunity. So anyway, I obviously over 15 years, I had done all the things, right? Mm-hmm. I had done healing work. I had seek psychics. I had done affirmations. I mean, you name it, I'd fucking done it besides medication, which I refuse to do. Yeah. And I had asked God to kill me. I had thought about killing myself. I, um, I just, I tried forcing myself to face it and, and mind over matter it. I tried compassion. I tried everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember 
in December saying to myself, 2021 me does not give into irrational fear anymore. And I had this bravery that did not exist before that scream happened. And I remember saying to God, I need you. I am ready. I am ready this time. I know I've said it before and it wasn't ready before, but I am ready this time. And I am needing you to download a relaxation technique for me that I need before I leave the house every time so mm -hmm. I can relax my body enough. And so I did. I got this full body relaxation technique that's you know, basically just relaxing yourself from head to toe, right? Mm -hmm. And then I would sit in front of my huge TV that was like 50 inches in my bedroom at the edge of my bed and I would watch point of view driving videos okay and I did that for about two weeks to the point was when I first started out I was crying I was mm -hmm. having those emotions and I was crying and then all of a sudden after about two weeks of that I started falling asleep while watching them they all of a sudden huh. had this ASMR effect on me yeah <laughs> and I was like nice. okay I think I think I'm ready right so the mm -hmm. difference here is that before whenever I tried to like force myself to leave the house or work past it or whatever I tried. I couldn't get past the fear. Mm -hmm. Now what was happening was I was still terrified to leave the house. I remember shaking and crying, going to reach for the door handles every time my friend would come pick me up to try to take me out to, to get practice. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't, my sacred rage had been activated. It was not going to allow me to stay small and stay in that fucking house anymore. Yeah, it was like, I don't care how scared you are. We're going to fucking do this. You've never actually passed out. I know it feels like you're passing out. So when I was in a car, what would happen is I would basically pass out without passing out. And I was having horrific panic attacks on top of that. That's so scary. it felt like I was dying every time I fucking got in a car, like no joke. Mm -hmm. So I remember being so scared once that I reached for the door handle and no joke, Tina, I had blacked out. I, all of a sudden we were in the car down the road and I don't, I don't there was a point, like a space, a short space of time. I don't remember what happened. I was that scared and still able to leave. Wow. This, this was a completely different thing that literally changed in my opinion, my body chemistry. Mm -hmm. And I've seen this happen with other people. So yeah. it's for me, that's what was needed for other people. Other things have happened for them. Right. Money's mm -hmm. come in, chronic pain's been removed, relationships have been healed, they're able to set boundaries, they their gifts and abilities have been activated. They um, you know, they're able to um stick up for themselves, they're able to know what they're supposed to do, they're able to hear their intuition clearly, they have energy again. Like it's all it's all kinds of things that end up happening because it's whatever is blocking you whatever that anger is blocking you and the emotions that are underneath the anger that the anger is keeping down once that is all removed it's like it's removing it at the root yeah so trauma can't be removed by doing this trauma cannot be removed in my opinion ever but mm -hmm. trauma layers can be removed i've watched it happen over and over again with this work so whatever people are coming in with that they're initially angry at or the emotions that have been buried underneath it are fucking gone yeah, that does leave. That doesn't have an effect on their the trauma response that they had. So we all know trauma responses are for people who are listening who maybe don't know what all those are. We've got fear, fight, flight, uh, freeze, or fawn. Right, fawning mm -hmm. is like people pleasing. So that that trauma response doesn't control them anymore. So my trauma response obviously was freeze, and it was fight, and mm -hmm. that wasn't controlling me. I still felt, and I still feel, even three years later, I still feel my trauma responses around things. The difference is now I'm able to 
think while it's happening and act upon that thinking instead of it just putting me into the space where I'm unable to move or do anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're reacting, you're responding instead of reacting. Yes, yes, yes. Which is like how many times, how priceless is that? Mm -hmm. Where you've gotten to a space where you're just like, oh my God, I can't, I I can't do anything but yell and scream at you, or I can't do anything but shut down, or I can't do anything but people please. I don't have control over that. What a priceless gift to be able to now feel that and still be able to move past it and let it move through you instead of keeping you stuck. Yeah, it's super powerful. And so it's basically a, a huge release of built up like energy that's like a block and it's about like releasing that. And once that's released, it opens up whatever needs to be opened at that time. Like it depends on the person. Like you said, it's like, yeah, all, all exactly. So exactly. You're, you're, you're spot on. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And it's, it's a, you know, it's not your typical, obviously I do fully embodied cathartic release ex- exercises. Right. And one of them is a, is a four, well, it's like I've been calling it four step for so long. It's actually a five step process. So a five-step sacred rage scream release process. And it's not the same as just like screaming in your car or even like what I did in my kitchen, honestly. Like it's not, it's not Mm -hmm. the same as that. You know, people on an average are screaming 20 to minute, 20 to 30 minutes straight. And I've seen multiple, many people go for almost two hours. Oh my God. Must be exhausted after that. (laughs) It's exhausting, but it's funny because people think it's exhausting. You feel exhausting afterwards for sure. And your voice is like kind of fucked up for a couple of days. Um, but then the energy that comes in from that is insane for people. The last program I did, I'm in one now, but the one before that, there was a woman who couldn't even hardly walk to the grocery store and back because she was so depleted of fucking energy. Mm-hmm. And after the very first scream session, I, I just, it makes me smile and laugh every time I tell the story because She's just leaving voice texts in the 24-7 chat I have open in the group. And the smile that's coming through the voice, she's Mm -hmm. like, I have so much energy. I don't know what to do with myself. She's like, I literally want to play and I want to laugh and I want to sing. She goes, I've cleaned my whole house. I've deep cleaned my whole house and I still have so much energy. And the thing is, the energy tapered off a little bit because it was so just like, but she never lost. That was a five-week program that happened in week one. At the end wow. of five weeks, she still had that energy. She that was now sucks. hiking on top of mountains, girl. She's like, I just hiked <laughs> a mountain and talked to talked to somebody up on the mountain and made a friend up there. And I was like, she's like, I couldn't even walk to the grocery store and back hardly. Wow. So that's amazing. So, it's yeah. amazing how much it drains you. Yeah. So, so tell people me. Think, people think kind of like what you said, which is, oh God, that sounds exhausting. So they don't even they don't even want to do it because they're like, oh my God, I'm already exhausted. I I I, I have never done what you're talking about, obviously, because I don't know what all those steps were, but I know how much of a release just screaming can be just, yeah, I know (laughs) how well, how much, how good that feels. I also use different techniques for myself that I know work. Like when I'm really angry, the one thing that really helps release that energy is running. Right. But if I'm like super anxious, running makes me more anxious. So it's like, I have to be really careful about um, how I release that energy. But so I I do some other things like that, but what is, what does the process look like when someone comes to you for help? So what would that look like if someone were to- Yeah. So people are always like, well, what, what is, what is, what is that? Why is it working? (laughs) Why is it actually doing this besides the screaming? 
True. Yeah. And that's why there's five steps to it, right? We don't just mm-hmm. go into a into the screen, the screaming step yeah. five, you know. Yeah. So step one is really it's about it's about being witnessed, mm-hmm. acknowledged in a space that oh, you know absolutely. that you know is meant for you to do nothing but get angry. Mm-hmm. So I've had many people, I've had I've had many coaches um refer their clients to me coaches who have been trying to work through the anger with their clients and they can't do it mm-hmm. and they still send them to me. And the reason why it works is because this is what I hear every time. They're like, Oh, well, I know my coach. I've been with them for two years, three years, five years, one year, whatever it is. And I feel safe with them and it's great, but it's not a specific container for that. When yeah. I come in here and I see not only you, but I see four five, six, seven, eight, nine, you know, other women staring at me. They're in the same exact boat. There's this feeling of support and that comes a release comes from that support knowing mm-hmm. that. So it's witnessing, getting to be witnessed in your whole story. Mm-hmm. So people get to tell their story from start to finish with no, with no time limit. There's no yeah. time limits in my fucking shit up to four hours. Yeah. So that feeling of knowing that you can take up the space that you're encouraged to take up the space is again, another release that happens with people knowing that they can take that long because that's a lot of it. What's happened with a lot of my clients is almost every single one of them is afraid to take up space because they've been told they can't. Yeah. And, um, and they don't feel comfortable. So there's the witnessing. And then there's, there's, I give psychic feedback, you know, to their story. So I get Mm -hmm. psychic messages from their guides and my guides. And so there's this other layer it's not just talk therapy. There's this other layer of healing that's coming from that. These are this is these are my clients' words. Okay. These are not, these are not things that I talk about. I've only mm-hmm. talked about them because of what they tell me. Yeah. Um, and then so the witnessing, the acknowledging, and then um the purging, which again would be the we do a, a somatic shaking exercise, rage exercise, then we go into some primal breath breath work. There's mm-hmm. a written, a written exercise, a written purge, which is basically a version of what I was doing when I was going around my house, right? Mm-hmm, um, yes. Naming off all the things, and yeah. they 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 do that list and they read they write all the things down in a specific format, and then they read it out loud with no interruptions. So yeah. you're getting again, once again, that witnessing, mm-hmm. and the permission is happening. Um, and then we go into the scream work, and then there's integration. So we integrate it with energy healing, and there's a uh, meditation that I do to give everybody like kind of back on their bodies and grounded. And um, and then on top of that, there's it the in the five week program. There's you know we do a week on week off, so you've got a whole week for processing, and you're in a chat that's twenty four seven that I literally ignore, um, respond to every single everybody's messages, every single yeah. one. Um, so that's that's why it's working because yeah. it's there's, it's a space. It's the container. It's not really me. I mean, yeah, I hold the container because they know that they're like, oh, you know, you're apologizing. Oh, I'm so sorry for taking up timer. I'm so sorry. Yeah. My story's whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you don't, you, there's no apologizing in here. <laughs> like, yeah. and I think it's also like, for instance, I had one woman, one, the first scream exercise we do is, is on that first Friday. Right. And so we'd gone through things and she'd gone through the anger purge and she'd done, you know, all, all the stuff that the, all the exercises up to this point, mm-hmm. she told her story. Anyways, so we get ready to go into the, the shaking exercise. And she goes, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to scream. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you don't have to. Yeah. And she just looked, she looked in the camera and she looked at me and she was like, well, what do you mean? Isn't that, isn't that why we're here? like it is why we're here 
but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. We're not making yeah. your body do anything it doesn't have it doesn't want to fucking do. We have mm-hmm. five weeks in this class. Why do you think we have a week on week off? I'll just schedule your shit for another day when you're ready. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. I said, so what I would encourage you to do is to just do the state shaking exercise. You know, I'm going to, mm-hmm. there's a lot of intense vocal coaching that I do that mm-hmm. ramps them up, right? Um, gives them permission to release. And if you can't do it, you can't do it. Yeah. She screamed for almost two hours, Tina. Wow. Oh my gosh. Because she got permission. Mm-hmm. She knew she didn't have to. Her body wasn't being forced to do something, even though she was in a space where it was ex- so-called expected to do that. Mm-hmm. And when she realized her body realized it didn't have to do anything it didn't want to, it felt safe to release. And that is what's happening in my containers. Yeah. It's that safety to release. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the first thing that you said was so um, relatable to me because this is something that I wasn't able to get for myself, which was like just being validated for some, some wrong that was done for you. Just getting some kind of a validation or acknowledgement of that is um, it's so needed. And I didn't realize how needed it was until I couldn't get it. And I was just like, that's really interesting. It's like this, um, it, it, it's, you know, it's a huge part of the healing process, being able to get that. So I think that just that one small thing that you said at the beginning, I was like, yes, I actually, that's so important. You so know? it's like, it's like, it's like being actually heard. hmm Like you can talk to somebody, you can even do talk therapy with somebody with a therapist and all the things. But if you don't feel like you're actually being heard, like that person is genuinely interested. They're not just doing a job. They are genuinely fucking interested in what you're saying. They really want to hear that. Mm -hmm. And there's, yeah, there's a, there's something that happens when you just, when you realize you're going to get that and you're getting that. Yeah, you it's know? huge. It's a, it's also it about huge. like when you're talking to a person and you can tell that they're like, oh yeah, like they're like not believing what you're saying or they think you're overreacting or something like that. You can almost feel that. And so you could talk to that person all you want, but as you said, you're not being heard. And and if yeah. you're not being heard or acknowledged, you can't it's, it's let go yeah you can't release you're yeah. not you're just going to be more money you fucking wasted yeah yeah, yeah. i can't tell you people have literally clients have been like i have been going to therapy for 10 fucking years yes that yes of this program fucking cured for me like i mm-hmm. you know that i couldn't ever get any of that and again it's because this is it's one it's it's the 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 centralized specific emotion that it's focused on if, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It, people have asked me, well, what about the emotions that come up underneath it? Well, yeah, that's why you have five weeks together, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because all of those do come up. And then mindset reprogramming has to happen. Like yeah. one of the things I'm constantly telling people is like, once you scream your face off, yes, you better bet your ass things are going to come up from underneath there. And the thing that I tell them to say over, and I mean, it's like beating a dead horse by the time we get through it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is that it's, you have to keep telling yourself, this is coming up to come out. This isn't mm-hmm. coming up to cause me more problems and make my life a living fucking hell. This is actually releasing from me. Mm-hmm. It's leaving my body. It's we're giving it a direction out. So the whatever they end up feeling is very short-lived. It's yeah. very short-lived. Um, because it's 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 leaving mm-hmm. and it's going out. And then you have all these, you know, 
I mean, there's just been amazing things that even <laughs> my clients yeah. have said things and I've been like, oh shit, I didn't even, I didn't even recognize that one. You just got a whole new perspective shift that I didn't even see coming, you know? So mm-hmm. just some really beautiful, amazing things that happen. It's like, I don't really feel like I'm doing much except for guiding and like reminding and just like, which is guiding. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of the work is being done by, by the women they're showing up They're you know, saying I'm going to do the work and I'm going to fucking say the words and I'm going to do the exercises and I'm going to face my shit and I'm not doing this anymore to myself. And they just Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful work. I have to, I have to say everything you're doing is really beautiful work because there are a lot of people out there and I've met them myself. I've, I've had the same people come in, uh, come to me for coaching also saying to me, Oh, I've been in therapy for this long or this long. And I've never, had this much progress and you're like what are they doing in therapy i wonder yeah. sometimes <laughs> and What's i think going on you know, in I, there? Tell people, I tell people and i'm sure you say the same thing right it's like what you don't understand is like that that work is working it actually got you ready to be able to do this level of deep work you yeah. need to have been able to do some i mean don't get me wrong i've had straight up newbies be like i've never screamed a day in my life or i've never done <laughs> you know, any anger work and they come in and they have great results. Yeah. But for a lot of people who feel like, oh, I feel like I've wasted my time. You actually haven't. It, it is still clearing layers on some aspects. Now it may have only cleared Absolutely. layers to one point, mm-hmm. but it did get you to that space where you are now able to do this extremely, extremely deep work. Absolutely. They get stuck at a certain point where they need to get to that next level and they're not getting yeah. there. And so they yep. need, they, that's when they need something else, but they don't know where to go. And so that's, yeah. That's how they find us. And and so that's beautiful work, (laughs) beautiful work you're doing. So tell everyone how they can find you and work with you. Yeah. When is this coming out, Tina? Um, probably November. November. Okay. So, so to find me, the easiest way is to go onto my website, which is sisterhoodofsacredfire.com. You can find me on Instagram under the same name. Um, I do have a free, uh, sacred rage scream event that I do online every single month. So cool. at this point, it'll be the one at the end of November, probably around like 25 months. That's Thanksgiving. So maybe like Perfect. the week before. So like my third week, second week in November, probably. Okay, um, cool. so you can search under sacred rage, uh, scream event. You can probably look under that. You'll probably find that Facebook group. Okay. Um, so yeah. And then, then at that point I will be, yeah, probably just getting ready to end in a couple weeks at this point listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new one will start in December, the new five week, it'll be my 13th five week program. Excellent. Excellent. So maybe you could give me those links and I could just put them in the show notes for people so that they could yeah. very easily find you. That would be great. Sure. Um, so before we go, I'd like to ask you one thing. It's just a fun little question. Um, and it has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but it's just a fun <laughs> little question. And yeah. so if you could have anything in the world without any limitations, what do you think that would be? Anything in the world without any limitations? Yeah. It's a fun question. Yeah. Go crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, I think it would be, I think it would be never ending money. never ending money (laughs) because I can just share that as much as I want and create so many things with that including my own my own stuff so yeah yeah, that that would be probably my answer because I really feel like it would do that so yeah 
Yeah, never ending abundance and freedom. That's what that would give yeah. you. That's what, um, that's what that money buys. Right. I mean, yeah. buy, just buy freedom. I don't care what anybody sells and it may not buy love, but it buys freedom. It definitely <laughs> so. buys freedom. I agree with you there. hundred <laughs> percent money buys freedom. At least in, so. in, in some aspects, maybe not inner freedom, but it does in some aspects. Oh so, yeah. 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 I would like to create with all that. That's a yeah. wonderful question. I mm. love it. I love it. Okay. I want to thank you again <laughs> for coming on the podcast and thank you for the beautiful work you're doing and for sharing your story. I appreciate all of it. Well, I appreciate everything you're doing in the world as well. You're super powerful. And I just, I'm just honored to be able to have a space, a uh, safe space for myself to speak about these things and spread the word. So thank you for what you're doing as well, Tina. Thanks for everyone thank for listening. Thank you.